thank you to my amazing team and my brother for putting out the last six or seven episodes, literally from the archives, right? From past recordings, past trainings, past calls that I did, and packaging them in a way that still provided all of you some value over the time that I needed to take a break. Now, Initially, I needed to take a break because I had this crazy lingering cough where I could barely speak without coughing. And it was after I came back from Bali in June, I got something there and then it took a little while and it was really, really strange because I didn't feel sick or have any other symptoms except for this weird cough. So thankfully that's gone. That was part of the reason why I needed to take a break. And then the other part was that I just had so much stuff going on in my world. And I actually took off on a holiday slash business trip for a month with my family to Europe. So I want to take an opportunity on this episode to catch you up in my diamond life. What's up? I'm back. Welcome to another episode of the Diamond Life Mentor Podcast with your host, Balaj Debi Cardos. I'm so excited to be back. It's been two months since I recorded a fresh podcast episode. And I just want to say thank you. Thank you for giving me a little bit of space. Thank you for still listening. Thank you to my amazing team and my brother for putting out the last six or seven episodes, literally from the archives, right? From past recordings, past trainings, past calls that I did, and packaging them in a way that still provided all of you some value over the time that I needed to take a break. Now, initially, I needed to take a break because I had this crazy lingering cough where I could barely speak without coughing, and it was. After I came back from Bali in June, I got something there and then it took a little while and it was really, really strange because I didn't feel sick or have any other symptoms except for this weird cough. So thankfully that's gone. That was part of the reason why I needed to take a break. And then the other part was that I just had so much stuff going on in my world and I actually took off on a holiday slash business trip for a month with my family to Europe. So I wanna take an opportunity on this episode to catch you up in my diamond life, catch you up with some of the things that I've had going on in my world to give you a bit of a insight and behind the scenes of what most of you listening are working towards in the near future. I believe that majority of you that are here listening to this podcast are looking to create a life of abundance, of freedom, of impact, of being able to change your family, the class that you probably grew up in or came from, lower class, lower middle class, and be able to elevate yourself and your family to upper class and wealthy class where time, money, location are not really part of your day-to-day struggle, day-to-day challenges. And that's also where I come from, as you know. 
Now, you may be brand new to my podcast and just recently discovered it. And if that's the case, thank you for being here. I'm so, so grateful. If you love the podcast, if you get value, please take a moment to leave a review on all platforms, Apple, Spotify, YouTube, etc. This podcast also is on my YouTube channel. If you prefer to watch the video version of it rather than listening, you can check out my YouTube channel and subscribe there as well. But if you haven't left a review, that means a lot. I am so, so grateful to our show growing. Even though I took some time away from doing new episodes, I had a 20% increase month over month in downloads in August, which is really, really amazing. And that's all thanks to you. So please do continue to share the show. We have our own separate Instagram account at The Diamond Life Mentor. You can follow along as we release new episodes and provide little snippets. Those are perfect for you to be able to share, or you can take your own screen recording or screenshot from your phone or wherever you listen to the podcast and leave a little bit of a blurb around some value that you received and recommending the podcast to your team, to your family, to your parents, to your friends. We've had actually a lot of people in the last couple of months come up to me at these live events, which I'm going to share a little bit more about on this episode and thank me because what they've done is they've shared my podcast with some of their family or friends or spouse or parents who were possibly skeptical or didn't quite understand what we were doing in the online space as high ticket affiliate marketers, creating legacy income and global change, global impact. And just sort of in this loving way, recommended checking out my podcast. And as they listened to some episodes, they started to have a new perspective. They started to open their minds and go, hey, this is actually really cool. It's really interesting. And a lot of them have come around to either be more supportive inside of their spouse's business or their goals, you know, working online, or in some cases actually even get started themselves and participate and actually want to grow an online business, which is really amazing. So that is something that you can also take advantage of by sharing the podcast also. And we want to get back up into the rankings, right? This podcast, when it first came out, was ranked number one in many categories in multiple countries. And we've kind of slipped over the last few months off of the leaderboard, off the rankings. And uh, I would love to get back up there. Part of what's going to be coming out in the near future is more interviews with people from the community, top leaders, top income earners, sharing their stories, their tips for success, et cetera. So that's going to be part of my focus moving forward. And also I'm going to be bringing on some people outside of my organization, outside of my company to provide value in certain areas that I believe are important to truly live your diamond life. Now, I want to get into some highlights. I want to get into some updates, keep it real with you. And uh, once again, this is not meant to brag, to boast, to talk about how great my life is, even though it is great, but it's not meant to speak at you for you to feel bad about your situation, your circumstances, where you're at in your life right now. If that is something that you're unhappy with or struggling with or dealing with some mental health challenges or anything else, for that matter, it's always coming from a loving place. This podcast for me is an outlet to express my feelings, to express my thoughts, you know, provide value to you, share insights with you, behind the scenes with you, etc. And right now in my life, there are so many epic things happening 
that I'm literally thriving in so many different ways, but it's because of a compounding effect of what I've been putting in the work, the focus, the discipline, the attention for years and years and years and years. And so when I share what has been going on in my world the last couple of months, I want you to really make sure that you're receiving this from a loving place, receiving it as uh, me being your mentor who wants to inspire you of what might be in your future if you desire similar things, similar lifestyle choices, similar experiences, and it could be completely different as well, but this was my dream. This is my dream. And for me to be inside of the dream, living it day to day, and it literally feeling like a movie is something I think is pretty cool that I want to share with you. And, and I just want to make sure that you're receiving it in the right way. Yeah, let's dive in. So I believe the last episode that I talked to you about was right before I was going to the Enagic Global Convention, the 49th anniversary convention in Las Vegas. And I was so blessed and fortunate in, in a lot of different ways at this event, because number one, we chose to host a 10 year business anniversary event right before the convention that was in a uh, 40,000 per night penthouse at the Palms. We had an incredible turnout with some top people from my community and leaders who also were speaking on stage. And uh, the replay for that is actually ready to go. And people paid $2,000 as their admission to be there. And we're selling the replay now for only $298. And I promise you that the value that was shared, the insight, the wisdom, the training, the tactics, all of that is worth infinitely more than $298. So if you want to pick up a copy of the replay of the day where we did the training, it was professionally filmed, professionally edited, super high quality. You're going to love it. Lifetime access for $298. You're going to see the link to purchase that in the show notes below this episode. So that was a movie that was just incredible, so abundant, really was mind expanding. It really touched my soul in a special way because I realized after that event and since that event, that I hadn't really been putting a lot of energy and focus towards putting on my own events. I've mainly been an ambassador speaking at other people's events, which I'm grateful to do and I love to do that and I will continue to do that, but I didn't facilitate my own events. I didn't invite speakers and sort of create the flow for many, many, many years. And what was really cool about what happened is the people that said yes to coming to the event, to speaking at it, were leaders in different communities inside my organization that weren't necessarily in communication with each other directly prior to the event. And of course, they had heard of each other, seen each other online on Facebook and some of our calls and things like this, but they actually got a chance to meet, to connect, to form a bond, a friendship, a partnership that is cross-line in the business. And from that event, quite a few different leaders were asked to speak at another event in Sweden. And so there's been this really beautiful synergy of collaboration and this global family that is really starting to take shape, which was originally my intention all along. But I didn't realize that I had to facilitate sort of connecting people 
And that was what happened in Vegas. So from there, I got a chance to uh, speak and close the event, which was really cool. There was a couple of things that came up that made it challenging, but you know what? We, we made it work regardless. I achieved the rank of 6A2-6, which is not a personal achievement by any means. It's actually a very prestigious leadership award that goes to show the amount of lives that have been impacted and people who've paid it forward and duplication many, many, many levels down, which is really, really special because it's so far beyond what I thought I would be capable of in 10 years. I thought hitting a rank such as 6A2-6 would take me many more years than it has. And that just goes to show you that majority of us overestimate what we can create in a year, two years, three years, and drastically underestimate what's possible for yourself what's possible in this business, what's possible in life in general in five to 10 to 15 years. And so if things are feeling a little slow and you're in that er early part of your journey, don't get discouraged because that momentum starts to pick up later on. And next thing you know, massive, massive things happen, you know, within a decade or in, in some cases in a couple of decades. And so for me, my belief in where we're going next has just quantum leaped exponentially because I'm now looking at what's possible for the next 10 years, which is going to be building on the first 10 years. And I know things are just speeding up and accelerating and there's so much momentum and it's very, very exciting. Another very exciting thing that happened was because I had people in my organization that were the same rank as me prior to my Dash 6 promotion, I was a little bit in the dark regarding the total sales we were doing month over month in my organization. I didn't fully see it in my back office. And when my rank became official, I had a bird's eye view, a 40,000 foot view on everything happening in my business again. And that hadn't been like that for a little while. And so to my surprise, my first month as Dash 6 in August, we did 6,458 units, which just blows my mind because I remember seeing some of the top people inside this company for years and years sharing their monthly sales reports. And I was trying to wrap my head around like, how in the world are they doing that many sales? You know what I'm saying? Like my sales were so much less and it felt like this impossible target to ever achieve. Right. And so we put these people on these pedestals as like something special about them. They're blessed. They're lucky. Whatever we want to justify their success to make ourselves not feel so bad or to basically remove our responsibility for following in their footsteps and saying, like, I can do it as well. Those thoughts come into your head. Right. And so some of you listening right now, who are 1A, 2A, just getting started in your business, or maybe even further along, maybe you've been doing it a long time and you're a high ranking person, but your sales aren't quite where you think they should be, or they're not growing as fast as you should be. Look, I understand. I totally get it. Um, but not that long ago, I was you. Not that long ago, I didn't think my business was going to do this many units. And it just kind of climbs and climbs and climbs. And sometimes it plateaus for a little while. And it's very consistent month over month, but it's not really growing for a period of time. And then it pops, something happens. 
you know, somebody brings on a leader deep in your organization who's a mover, who's a shaker, who has influence, who has a large audience or something. There's just this new energy and things pop off and they go 10, 15, 20% basically within one month. And you're like, wow. And you break through the ceiling, right? And a lot of that has to do with your mindset, what you're learning, what you're studying, investing in yourself, attending events, masterminds, networking. There's a lot of different moving parts. But usually you can look backwards and go, oh yeah, that was right around the time I went to this event. That was right around the time I implemented this new strategy. That was right around the time that I started putting out more content, being more consistent, you know, testing more ads or increasing my ad spend. So often when we look in hindsight, we're like, oh yeah, that was right around the time we did this or we tested that or we started to be more active with live webinars or doing launches or 30-day masterminds or just these different sort of elements that we can bolt on to what we've been doing. And so anyway, the point that I'm making is that I'm blown away. It's hard for me to believe, right? And that's because I remember those thoughts of like, can I do this? Will I ever be a top leader? Will I ever get these high numbers? But then there was a little part of me that's always like, yeah, man, you can, you will just keep going. Keep putting in the work, keep showing up, keep believing it's possible, you know, focus on the process, get better and serve people, help people. You know, at the end of the day, our success is directly correlated to the problems that we help people solve, right? Providing solutions to people's problems is the name of the game. And when you do that with love and true care and integrity and provide people with the answers to what they've been searching for, you will be rewarded. Your monthly income is in direct proportion to the monthly impact that you're having, both directly, but also indirectly through your organization, which is basically a apprenticeship model being passed down and passed down and passed down. So if you are investing in yourself and you are improving your skills and you are getting better and you're teaching that to your community and then they're getting results with that, what you're teaching them, and then they go and teach it to others and so on and so on and so on, that will grow your business. That will grow your income. That will grow your check. So part of what you need to check into is, are you really learning and growing and improving in the key areas that can be paid forward to your people, to your organization? Because if your sales are stagnating for too long, if they're plateauing for too long, there usually is a correlation with you doing the same thing over and over and over and over again, but you're expecting a different result. And that is the definition of insanity. It's like you wake up in the morning, you have the same morning routine, you eat, eat the same food, you do the same sort of business activities or a content creation or posting stuff online. And you've been running on this autopilot. There's been no time out to stop and go, is this even working? Why do I keep posting this? Nobody cares. Or why do I keep doing this in my day if it's not producing me results? Or I might be getting sales, but I'm not getting duplication. So what am I missing? How can I get better? Maybe I need to hire a mentor. Maybe I need to invest in myself and join Balaj's Diamond Life Mentorship so he can see some of my blind spots, you know, potentially. So there's a lot of different things that you need to be paying attention to in your business is like, how long are you reliving a result in your day, in your week, in your month that you do not like? Because when you get awareness around this, then what you'll notice 
is that time collapses. You shouldn't be plateaued for months or years. You should be able to recognize after one, two, three months, like, okay, this is the same thing, the same thing, the same thing, and I'm not happy. I don't like it. So where can I tweak and adjust and improve, right? So we did $14 million in USD sales in one month. And out of that 14 million, $10 million was paid out to my sales organization in one single month. Now, if we continue this for 12 months, which I believe we will, and I believe the numbers will continue to increase as well, that means that my organization will put into their pockets $100 million plus in one year. There are companies out there in the world, okay, publicly traded, privately traded, that do $100 million in sales, in revenue, gross revenue across the company. And if they're lucky, they do a 30% profit margin. And out of that 30% profit margin, they're not paying that money to every single person in the company. The executives are making it, the shareholders are making it, and everybody else gets you know, a reasonable salary for the most part. In my organization alone, I'm not even talking about the company. I'm just talking about my business my people that I brought in, who brought in people, who brought in people, and we built this global prosperity movement together, $100 million setting families free in one calendar year? Are you kidding me? Those are astronomical figures. That is unprecedented in this industry. And for the most part, we're still flying under the radar. You know, uh, other top entrepreneurs, other top speakers at these conferences and so on, they still don't even know what we're really doing here, but they will. They will find out. And when they do, they're going to go, wait a second, what? And that tsunami will continue to, you know, spread across the world in our favor. And that will also help you grow your business because we will become more and more and more in demand for the company, the products, the compensation plan, the impact and our ability to truly change people's lives with this business model, which is so exciting, all right? Now, let's move on a little bit here because I could keep going on and on and on, as you know, and, uh, and I'm feeling good, you know? I'm in flow, I feel so amazing, my frequency is so high and elevated, I'm buzzing, I'm excited, uh, it feels so good to be back on the mic, on the podcast, and uh, I just get so fired up knowing that you're listening, and something inside of yourself is shifting, right? I truly feel like when you listen to the podcast, you can feel your cells in your body vibrating, almost like butterflies or getting goosebumps on your skin where, you're, where you just know, you know deep inside of yourself that you can do this, man. You can do this. You can be successful. You can break free. You can have this beautiful diamond life. And you know that when you listen to my voice. I know you do. You feel it, man. You're driving right now. You're at the gym. You're cooking your food. You're spending time with your family, whatever it is you're doing. And you got this feeling of like, yes, I'm going to do this, man. And that feeling is true. That's your highest self speaking to you. That's your highest self right now reminding you, yes, yes, you can. Yes, you will. And you just have to keep showing up, putting in the work, and it all will unfold for you in your divine timing. And that timing sometimes is not exactly what we wish but it's perfect regardless. And so when you trust that timing, amazing things will happen. So after all that amazing stuff happened in Vegas at the event and so on, we went away for a month to Europe. 
Now, what was really exciting about this is that it originally started with one of my top leaders and dearest friends, Christy Ord from Australia and Clint Morgan, who actually said, hey, let's do this global tour in 2023. And that's going to be in Vegas, in Sweden. And uh, there was one in Bali as well. So three cities around the world and asked me if I wanted to participate, if I wanted to speak, if I wanted to join them and stuff. And I was like, yeah, let's do that. Sounds epic. So the final destination was in Sweden, beginning of September. And I was like, okay, cool. I'm in, let's do it. So that was the first thing on the calendar was this event in Sweden. Then I talked to my mom and I said, hey, you want to go visit my grandmother who lives in Hungary? And she said, yes, I would love to do that. So we started planning. Let's go to Hungary initially, spend some time with the family. And then my grandmother's birthday is August 29th and she's turning 82. So I'm like, ask my mom, what should we do for grandma's birthday? And is there anything that she would like to do? A dream, a wish, a bucket list experience, something like this. And so she had a chat with my grandma and my grandma said, you know, the main thing, you know, the last major thing that she would love to experience is to visit London. She'd always wanted to go. She's watched movies, seen it on TV, the Royal Family, the Palace, Big Ben, Tower Bridge, a lot of those iconic landmarks she's always wanted to visit, but she's never been. And I said, done. And what I want you to really think about in this moment is that my hesitation did not exist. There was no, let me think about it. Let me check the bank account. Let me budget. Let me see what I can do. Let me see what I could afford. Let me see if I could have enough time off from work, blah, 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 blah. All the typical stuff that 99% of people on the planet have to do and have to think about before they can say yes, before they can commit, before they can like make it happen is all connected to those thoughts. It's not an automatic yes with no stress, with no financial uh, worries and so on. And so for me to be in that frequency of my mom told me this and I said yes. And then not only did I say yes, but I was like, how can we make it the most epic diamond life version of visiting London? So we started with that. Then I reached out to my top leaders in my global prosperity movement organization who are in the UK, who are in that area of the world around London, et cetera. And I said, hey, would you guys like to put on a one-day event where I can come and speak and train and provide value and hang out and meet many people for the first time? And they said, absolutely. That sounds so good. Let's do it. So then we lined that up. Next thing you know, they sold 240 tickets to something that I thought was going to be a casual 30 to 50 people at the most. 240 people. I was like, oh my gosh, this is so, so cool. And then we had a brunch with some of the top leaders that were uh, 4A and above. So we had a brunch. We were able to do a little bit of Q&A and training, which was so cool. I had such a great time. Then we spoke at the event and there were, um, you know, Tom and Lilibeth and, um, you know, all the other speakers there that did such an amazing job. I'm so proud of them, right? I had this moment, I'm sitting in the back of the room and I'm just kind of going like, ah, this is so special. And they did a great job. Many of them spoke for the first time in front of an audience like that. And then it was my turn. I did a three hour talk plus Q and A. 
My grandma came to see with my daughter, with my mother, with my wife, the whole family was there. My brother was there. He was helping me out with filming some content and stuff. And, you know, I brought the family up on stage and I really wanted everybody to understand that, like, this is a family business, right? Everything that we desire in, in life in general, for the most part, is to spend more quality time with the people we love. And that starts with our immediate family and then it extends to our extended family and then our friends and then our community and, and so forth. That time together, that precious quality time together and doing it in a way that is abundant without stress and worry about how much things cost or, you know, like in my case, I paid for everybody. So it was uh, myself, my brother, my mom, my grandma, my wife, my daughter, like that's a lot of people. And I was footing the bill without any worries. And that to me is surreal, to be honest. Like what, how, you know what I'm saying? Like it's so incredible that that's even possible for someone like me, regular, normal guy. So we booked the Shangri-La Shard, which is the top hotel in London. It's the highest building in London. It has the most incredible views of the city of London. My grandma's wish was to be able to see the Tower Bridge from her room, made that happen. I'm going to post more content from the trip on my social media. I posted a couple of things already. Uh, you can check that out on my Instagram if you haven't seen it yet. We flew business class. We stared at five-star hotels. We went to really beautiful restaurants. Uh, it was just so incredible, right? When we got there, I got us a private tour of all the royal, I guess, landmarks, you could say, right? Like Big Ben and the palace and some of the parks and churches and things like this. We got a tour all around. My grandma was just like, wow, couldn't believe that she was actually there in person and got a chance to live that experience, right? She's 82. She's still in really good health. She still has many years to live. But there's always that thought in the back of your mind where you're like, I don't know, right? Even you and I right now, we might be much younger than 82, but we still don't have any guarantees of how many years we have left, right? And God willing, we have many, many years, but we don't know for sure. So for her to have that moment of like, oh, she even said this to me, right? It got me really emotional. She's like in Hungarian, she said this and she's like, wow, I can't believe I had a chance to live this as well. You know, and then she looked at me and she cried and we had a hug and man, like those are the moments that are truly priceless. Like screw the money in the bank account. Who cares? It's just the digit sitting there digitally. It's not even physical money. You know what I mean? Like we're, we're using debit cards and credit cards and all this kind of stuff. But those experiences, those memories, those moments of connection, heart to heart, you know, making eye contact with the soul and that gratitude and that thank you, like, thank you for prioritizing this for me because it was coming from a place of giving, right? I gave to my grandmother. I gave to my family by whenever I treat my family to things and experiences and things like that, it's always from a place of giving from my heart. And that fills me up with so much joy. So we did that. We had the event there in London. Then we took my daughter to Frozen and she was obsessed with Frozen, right? She wants to watch it when she has a little bit of screen time. She wants to sing the song, let it go. She's obsessed with being a princess. She's literally wearing a dress every single day. She's choosing her own outfits, putting bows in her hair, her little purse. Like she's such a princess, like 
literally. Like, we're not even trying to influence it. It's all her. It's her choice. She picks her outfits. She's very strong-willed, very determined, obsessed with Frozen, obsessed with Elsa, singing Let It Go constantly and all these things. It's so sweet, very cute. And then we wanted to go experience a show in like Broadway, London theater show kind of thing. And we found Frozen and we're like, are you serious? That's so epic. So took the family there. It was a two hour show. We got her like an official Elsa crown, which was like really, really nice. Elsa doll. She was just blown away. Just sitting there, not even three years old, watching the show of real life Frozen Elsa. She keeps talking about it. And it was literally a core memory, something she'll never, ever forget. And we have videos and pictures and stuff, and she always wants to see it on her phones. And man, it just makes me so happy. From there, we had a week there. We, we saw the Tower Bridge. We went on a double-decker tour of, of the city. I found a really bougie hotel that had like afternoon high tea that was just very royal in the atmosphere and the quality of the food and everything. My grandma was just blown away. The tea was so good. We did that on my grandma's actual birthday. That evening, we went to uh, see the London Eye, which is this big Ferris wheel. That was really cool. We actually got stuck on the eye for like 30 minutes. And it was funny because it kind of rotates really slowly around in a circle. And right when we were at the peak, we had the best view. That's when we got stuck. <laughs> so we had an extra 30 minutes of being stuck literally with the best view of the city. It was a little bit raining and a little bit cloudy. So it wasn't like the most perfect view, but we were still at the very top of the London Eye stuck for 30 minutes. It was just funny. And so we did that. And then we flew from London straight to Sweden. Okay. So my mom and my, my brother went home. He was there for a couple of weeks. My mom and grandma went back to Hungary and my daughter, my wife and I went to Sweden. And so here we are just like casually going from Hungary to London to Sweden. And my daughter, this is the coolest part. Like I don't take it for granted, right? For me, flying, business, laying down, sleeping on the plane, all of this stuff to me, I'm the most grateful person. Literally every single second, I'm like, I can't believe this is my life. I'm so grateful. This is so cool. But, but it's becoming very normal, right? It's not, it's not feeling as such a big deal. And to me, what's really valuable about this is that my daughter's experience of getting on a plane, traveling the world, jet setting, doing these things is becoming normalized. And it's not this once in a while thing. It's, it's quite regular. So she's starting to speak at her age. Like, Daddy, remember when we went for lunch in London? And then we went here and did like went to went to uh, Frozen in London. I'm like, yeah. And then she's like, remember when we went to that lunch place in Sweden? She's talking like this just casually. And she doesn't even know what she's saying. She doesn't even realize how incredible it is to do the things that she's talking about. Anyway, I'm just like blown away by that. We went to Sweden and we had another event there, the Wild and Free Festival in, in Sweden. And when I arrived, I found out very quickly that there was a theme to this event. And the theme was, fuck Yontelagen. <laughs> you might be thinking to yourself, what the fuck is Yontelagen? I was thinking the same thing. And you can actually look this up if you like on Google. There's a thing called the Law of Yonti, okay? And the Law of Yonti is some guy from Denmark from way back when who created like this societal 
rules. It's not like an official law in like the government or like you don't get arrested for it and go to jail kind of thing, but it's like a way of life. It's a way of thinking and seeing things. And so I'm going to quickly pull it up here because I, I had it on my phone, but I left my phone upstairs. And I just want to share a couple of these with you and just like make, make a point because so the law of Yonti is, is a set of 10 ideologies or principles. And what they are is you're not to think you are anything special. You're not to think you are as good as we are. You're not to think you are smarter than we are. You're not to convince yourself that you are better than we are. You're not to think you know more than we do. You're not to think you are more important than we are. You're not to think you are good at anything. You're not to laugh at us. You're not to think anyone cares about you. And you're not to think you can teach us anything. What the fuck is that? <laughs> like, I can't even believe that there's people that believe that this is like a good idea. But apparently in this culture, yontolog in this way of thinking, this way of being is, is the norm. It's like the socialist perspective and it translates into the tall poppy syndrome. Like you are not to grow taller, shine bright, be more successful, make more money, have more freedom, live your dreams. Like that is not okay because the rest of us will basically like exile you from community, from family, disown you. And you know what I mean? Like you will not be welcome if you do that. And so the theme of this event was hashtag fuck Yontelagen. And I thought it was so incredible because we are in this time in, in humanity where we get to choose how we want to show up and we get to choose what we believe in. And whether or not certain things continue to serve us, are they actually a good set of principles? From my perspective, they're ridiculous because there doesn't need to be this black or white definition of if I'm smart or if I'm skilled or if I'm good at something or if I broke free from the shackles of being paycheck to paycheck or struggling or being stressed or being in this bad place in my life, that that means anything negative about you. And that's kind of the undertone to this law of Yanti is that if you shine, you make me look bad. Instead of if you shine, you become an inspiring example and give me permission to shine as well. And we can all rise together. Nobody has to feel as they're not good enough or whatever. And so the whole theme of this event, there was people there from Sweden, from Finland, from other parts of Europe, was to let go of the shame, let go of this guilt, because it is actually a problem in other parts of the world also. It's not just a thing in Sweden or Scandinavia in general. There's this undertone where a lot of places around the planet, people feel this way. This is why there's such an emphasis on like, don't care what people think or the opinions of others, or there's this uh, negativity in society. Like, don't talk about sex. Don't talk about politics. Don't talk about money. It's all frowned upon. It's all a disgrace. But you got to remember something here. That's so important. Who came up with that? Who thought that was a good idea? 
the people in power, the people who want you to stay small, the people who don't want you to be free. Those are the people that created this societal expectation where if we don't talk about money, then we're not going to have more of it, right? And if we don't have more of it, then you're a slave to the system. So we have to always take a few steps back and go, why? Why is it like that? And so for me, it was really powerful because I had this really big epiphany recently after the convention in Vegas, where I believed some of these societal projections, even from my mother who passed certain beliefs onto me about Hungarian people and how they're stubborn, they're broke, they, uh, they're close-minded, they're not open to ideas and opportunities. And I know that there is a percentage of people in Hungary who do believe those things or who are that way, for sure. But there are also people who think that same way in every other country around the world also. But within Hungarian culture and the country and the people, there are those people who are open-minded, looking for opportunities, are willing to see the value in something and invest. And my mother is actually a perfect example of that. She's Hungarian and yet she's open-minded and yet she's invested into an online business and yet she sees the value. So is she the only one? Am I the only one who's Hungarian? No. Even in London, we had 20 or 30 Hungarian people there from Hungary, spoke the language, spoke to my grandma. I was even talking in Hungarian with some of them. Why are they a part of the community? So the point that I'm saying is I had to break through some of my strong core beliefs that I believe from my mother to realize why aren't I building my business in Hungary or helping the Hungarian people who live all over the world? What has been stopping me? What has been holding me back? And I realized it was just this strong limiting belief around it never working with my people from my home country. And I broke through that. And so in Sweden, when it was my turn to speak on stage, I said that. And I said, why not go back to your motherland where you were born or the language you speak and start to call forward the people who have the thoughts. They have the thoughts. They want to break free. They don't want to settle. They want more. They know they're worthy of more. But this whole Yontalogin theme suppresses them from speaking up. It suppresses them from putting up their hand and saying, I want more. I'm willing to work for more. I'm willing to search for more. I'm willing to do more. But instead they go, oh, no, I don't want my family to criticize me, to judge me, to have some negative opinion about <clears throat> what I'm looking to create. So I was like, wow. When I was done speaking on stage, all these people from different cultures, different countries came up to me and said, you're so right. I need to go and do ads and marketing and create a webinar or training in my language to go back and help my people. So now there's this full circle moment 10 years after I started the global prosperity movement intention and vision and mission and purpose where I had to lead as I always do by example of why aren't we helping our own people? Why are we turning our backs on our countries and turning our backs to where we, where we come from, our ancestors, our lineage, just because we think that they aren't open to it or they're not ready for it or they won't believe in it or something? That's not actually true. But yes, you'll have some negativity. Yes, you'll have some people who, for whatever reason, don't believe it. And that's okay. 
because that's the same thing with our ads and our marketing in every country. So that was one of the biggest blessings for me personally was having this huge, massive breakthrough around helping the Hungarian people. I filmed some ads speaking in Hungarian in Budapest in front of some of the famous uh, landmarks that I'm excited to be testing soon. And I will go and make a difference in Hungary. Watch me. It's going to be epic. For any of you listening to my podcast who are also Hungarian, I'm going to be putting together a private group for everybody who's Hungarian, who speaks Hungarian, etc. So we can create some marketing materials, some webinars, all the Hungarian people kind of banding together. And I encourage all of you out there that are from different parts of the world, doesn't matter what country, to get together with anybody else in the wider community and start creating these web classes and marketing materials and running ads to your mother country and calling these people forward because Enagic is a global company. We can build this in every country in the world, but we need some of the leadership to, first of all, believe that they can be successful marketing in that part of the world. And secondly, to spearhead it, right? To take that leadership to say, I'm going to make a webinar. I'm not going to wait around for someone else to do it. I'm going to make a webinar. I'm going to be the leader. I'm going to be the one that has the largest, biggest Enagic organization in my home country. Watch me work. Watch me do it. Watch me pay my dues. Watch me build it. Because the people who build it before it's built are the ones who have the biggest organization in that part of the world. That's just how it works. So I hope that inspires you the way this inspired me and the people that were in Sweden to go and make that happen. So after that event was just so, so epic, we went back to Hungary and we checked into the Four Seasons Gresham's Palace, which has a special place in our hearts because a couple of years ago in 2021, when we were last visiting my grandmother in Hungary for her 80th birthday, which was just another incredible trip a couple of years back, we actually tested positive for COVID right before we were going to go to Italy for my wife's birthday. And we got stuck quarantining for three weeks at Four Seasons Gresham's Palace. And uh, I mean, all things considered, being at Four Seasons for three weeks was probably the best place ever to quarantine. We had room service. We were treated amazing. Uh, we went a little stir crazy being stuck in the room, as anybody would. But uh, we got treated really well. We had gourmet food and gourmet service as you know, Four Seasons is epic like that. And then we went back for a couple of days, a couple of nights, just this trip. And it was nostalgic. We got a chance to actually stay in the Chainbridge suite, which was 7,000 euros a night. We got a complimentary upgrade from the other suite that we booked, which was like 3,000 or something a night. And the Chainbridge is very sentimental to myself because when I was a little boy, it was my favorite thing that I did is, is I went with my family in the car and drove over the bridge in the tunnel and I got really excited. It was a special thing. And so now my daughter was there and she was super excited about it and was just like loving it the same way that I did when I was a little boy. So, you know, it was like this full circle, beautiful moment. But instead of driving across the bridge with the circumstances that we had growing up, which was like struggling financially my parents worked hard and all that we were now staying at the nicest hotel in budapest literally across the street from the chain bridge and we had the suite that had a view of it you know what i'm saying so like i'm just like so grateful and it was very profound like wow this is actually my life 
And, um, and it also was a big part of my inspiration for doing ads and like trying to help the Hungarian people because when I was there, there was a lot of money, right? There was supercars driving around. There was people in nice clothes and nice watches. And you can tell there was money there in, in Hungary, in the city. But my perception of Hungary has always been poverty and poor people and struggle and stress and all those kinds of things because that was our experience prior to leaving Hungary when I was a few years old. It was really special, had an epic time. And then from there, we dropped off my daughter at my grandmother's place in a, a small town called Schoimar. And then we went to Italy and I took my wife on this trip. It was a bit of a redo from a couple of years back where we weren't able to go. And we went to Capri and then we went to Positano. And we stayed at the most incredible place in, in both places, but especially the place in Capri. It was a place called Caesar Augustus. It's the only five-star uh, hotel on the island of Capri. In, it's kind of away from the main city. It's called Anna Capri. It's up on top of the hill. And it's this, the part of the island that actually gets the beautiful sunsets because the sunsets on the other side, not in like the main city square. And this place was actually owned by the emperor of Rome back in the day, like a few hundred years ago. And it was his vacation palace. And then three generations ago, the family that still owns it to this day purchased it and turned it into a hotel. And so when we arrived, the son of the owner, so three generations since they first bought it, the son of the owner greeted us and welcomed us. And it was like very personal, very intimate. And he just said, he's like, welcome to my home. My family lives on this property. So your, you know, your satisfaction and your, any requests that you have and so forth is of our highest priority because you're literally a guest in our home. I was like, mind blown, you know, like that's so incredible. And the food there, the, the care, the quality, the restaurants, the sunsets, the everything was just 10 out of 10 beyond, right? It was really, truly special. And then we had to get a boat transfer when we were checking out after a few nights to go from Capri over to Positano. And usually it would just be a regular ferry or like a small little boat or something. And I talked with my luxury travel concierge, Stu and Debbie, who take such amazing care of my family. Anytime we travel, book flights, hotels, tours, dinners, experiences, like they, they're the best. They're world-class. And I spoke to them and they're like, well, you could get a yacht. <laughs> and I was like, what? So I actually booked us a full eight hours on a Riva Ravalli 56-footer yacht that had um, multiple bedrooms on it in the cabin, and it was just super, super nice. And there was two people, like a, a captain and a skipper, like a helper, and me and my wife. We spent eight hours on this boat, I should say yacht, touring all around. We went all the way around the island of Capri. We stopped at this gorgeous restaurant right on the water. You can only access it by boat. We had some drinks. We partied. We danced. We made content. We had pictures. You know, we tanned in the sun. And it was a full day. It was just the best. And then we docked in Positano, literally slowly reversing into that bay where, you know, like the, the picturesque, all the buildings are up on the cliff, et cetera, like that view. If you Google Positano, it's, it's what you see, right? So we're pulling in on that. Then we get picked up, uh, all of our bags and everything transferred up to this place called Hotel Franca, which is the top hotel on the, on the mountain at the very, very top. 
and it was our second top choice. Our favorite hotel in Positano that we stayed at in the past is called La Cyrenus. It's by far the best spot, in my opinion, in Positano. But unfortunately, they were booked way, way, way in advance. They had no availability. So we ended up picking another five-star place called Hotel Franca, which is beautiful. The view was of like all of Positano. We had incredible food and we went out for dinner. We went shopping. I treated my wife to some things that she really wanted, some nice designer stuff and whatever. And all the while this was going on, my business was producing sales every eight minutes like clockwork. Once again, the reason I'm sharing this is not to brag, not to rub it in, not to say how epic things are, et cetera, which they are, but it's because this is the vision. This is the goal. This is the dream. This is what you're currently working for. When you have those doubts, when you have those fears, when you don't think you can make it happen, when you're like, I don't know if this can work. I had those thoughts too, but I kept going. I did it anyways. I kept showing up. I did my best regardless. You understand? So now years and years and years later, 10 years later, we're having this like dream bucket list diamond life experience, right? Yachting and boating and incredible food. And there's no worries about money. It's like we're living way, 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 way below our means. Even with what I'm describing to you is nowhere near our actual monthly income or annual income or what we have in our bank account and investments and so on. It's like way, 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 way below all that. And still up here in terms of quality, in terms of experience, in terms of special, unique moments and so on. I'm sharing this with you because it's possible for you too. And it might take three years from now, five years from now, 10 years from now, it might even take longer than 10 years from now, but it's possible for you if you keep your eye on the prize and keep building and keep working and keep showing up and keep getting better and practicing and, you know, really mastering your craft and networking with people. Because as you know, I'm a huge believer and it's one of my most dominant beliefs is like the power of one. You never know who you're going to meet where you're going to meet them, who comes into your business and literally ships everything for you. That's what's possible in this type of business model. So you have to keep that hope alive, right? So we spent all that time there in Italy. It was a nice little break. You know, we missed my daughter so much. Uh, it's hard to be away from your children or in our case, our daughter for a whole week. Uh, but at the same time, it's also so important, right? It's so necessary to reconnect just the two of you. Um, or the two of us, I should say, you know, your wife, your, your, um, your spouse, and just focus on your marriage, focus on, on your relationship, what each other needs and powerful conversations. And all of that was really, really amazing and, and much needed, right? Because we had that little bit of a break. And meanwhile, my daughter was with my mom, my grandma, her great grandma, and was having the time of her life, right? So much fun experiences. They had adventures. They, you know, played in the water. They cooked together. They were in the garden. They were playing with the chickens in my grandma's backyard. And she was having these really incredible lifelong memories without mom and dad there to kind of be the priority or whatever you want to call it is like she was thriving in this different way and like being spoken to in Hungarian and just getting more acquainted with the language and her culture and her history. And so all in all, it was just so special in every single way. And, you know, toward, towards the end, we were starting to miss our house, our home, our bedroom, our Inespa, our water machine, like 
all those comforts from home and day-to-day -day life, like my amazing office, like I didn't work at all for a whole month besides photos and a little bit of content. And I filmed a few ads, which to me is like not really hard and it's not really work. It was like 30 minutes here and there kind of thing. And um, besides speaking in uh, London and Sweden, which was like a couple of days out of the whole month, I didn't do any work. And, you know, my podcast continued to grow because I have an amazing team that like supports me behind the scenes, make sure things are moving forward. My global sales organization was cranking uh, a sale every single eight minutes and my business happens, which is just surreal. Like what? <laughs> so grateful to uh, have a powerhouse sales organization of epic leaders who really are the best of the best. And on top of that, there was like something else that I didn't even realize, but Enagic currently is doing a daily sales contest for machine sales and for Ucon sales. And as a dash six position, I've been ranking number one in that, both of those daily contests, which pays out an additional $630 US daily. It's an extra 18,000 plus US a month. That alone covers all of our base expenses, more than covers it. And that's extra on top of everything else. And I still haven't even received my first monthly bonus as a dash six, which is coming the end of this month in like a week, 10 days or something like that. So I don't even know the true impact of this growth and success that we worked so hard to create over the last decade. And so basically, ultimately, there's so much I could share. There's tons of videos, content, ads, pictures that I haven't even posted yet because I've been so busy living, right? I've been so present in the now that life is just moving at this really nice rhythm, this nice pace. And sometimes like the uploading stuff and sharing stuff and writing posts and writing captions and all that is... There's no time for that because I would rather just be creating more memories and core things. So I got to get better at sharing things, I guess, in more real time, which I'm not the best at because I overthink stuff. I'm like, well, I'll post it in a couple of days. I'll post it on the weekend. And then that week, so much epic stuff happens and it kind of progresses. And so I'm not doing the best job in actually sharing all the exciting things happening in my life behind the scenes. The little moments with my daughter growing up, she's just so smart. I'm so proud of her. And uh, it's just beautiful watching her grow up. And it's almost her third birthday coming up, which we're starting to plan for and get some really exciting things. And then on October 5th, I'm actually celebrating my 10-year anniversary of walking away from my previous career in door-to-door -door sales. October 5th, 2013 was the, the last day that I quit, walked away and stepped into the unknown. And I'll do a separate podcast episode on all that as a way for us to celebrate today. I was like, you know what, what can we do that would be fun and exciting, like a little bit of a weekend getaway. So I asked my wife, I'm like, do you wanna go to Toronto to watch the Drake concert on October 6th? And if you know anything about Drake, we're like really big fans and we listen to all his music. It's probably the person I listen to the most out of all the artists out there. But OVO is October and 6th is the number for Toronto. So October 6th is like extra special for Drake. So I think that show in October is going to just be epic in Toronto. 
And he's also releasing his new album on October 6th. So I, f- I have a feeling it's going to be extra special. We're flying on the 5th, going down there, going to go to the show. We're staying at the Ritz in Toronto in a suite, flying business. Like it's just so epic. You know what I'm saying? And it's just another way for us to tap into this frequency of wealth, of abundance, of anything's possible. There's no limitations and truly feel what was required to have this life. 10 years ago, when I walked away from door to door, I was so afraid. I was so scared. I didn't know if I could make it. I didn't know if I was capable of actually having a business support me and my family and my future family without having to have the security or the false security of a job. And so to celebrate in this way, again, after just celebrating literally for a month, but having this other special weekend getaway is just going to be extra cool. And we'll be doing that coming up here. And yeah, so all in all, I hope this episode gave you some value, gave you some insight, gave you some future pacing possibilities around your life, your goals, your vision, and just reconfirming once again, that it is possible, you can do it. It's hard to see how things are going to unfold in three years, five years, 10 years. But from my own experience and all the things that I've been through and all the challenges and obstacles and crazy negative things that have happened over the years that derailed me, that discouraged me, that made me want to stop, made me want to give up and question my career choice, question my profession, question my business model and say, maybe this isn't the right fit. Maybe I should go into this other thing over here and put my skills to use and put my mindset to work in something else. That thought has crossed my mind over the years many times, but I'm so grateful that I stuck with this. I'm so grateful that I'm 100% all in, committed, driven, and I'm just as excited about what's possible in the future as I have been all along. That hasn't changed. And now my mission is to really inspire you for you to create your version of your diamond life, whatever that looks like. And so I hope this episode was valuable and it's a little bit long. It's a whole hour. So hopefully you had enough time to listen to this, but please share this episode. Send me a message on Instagram, my personal account at Balage W. Cardos. If you enjoyed this a little bit more behind the scenes, talking about my life, talking about some things I've been up to the last couple of months, and there's a little bit of value sprinkled in there that I hope you received. And at the very least, you were hopefully just recommitted excited, energized, and look in the mirror and just smile at yourself and be like, I got this, man. I got this. I'm going to keep showing up. I got this. I'm going to make this happen. And I believe in you and you can, and I'm proud of you for becoming the person you need to become in order to experience those things that you know, rightfully in your heart and soul you deserve and it's yours and uh, go make it happen. So thanks for listening. I can't wait for the next episode coming next week. And uh, we'll catch up again soon. Take care. I hope you found something useful here to help you unlock more freedom in your life. We're just getting started. So if there's something you want to hear or a guest you want me to have on the podcast, shoot me a message at the Diamond Life Mentor on Instagram and let me know. You can discover incredibly helpful resources and more ways to build your diamond life now at my website, balagewcardos.com. 
At the end of the day, this is all about bettering yourself and helping others. So if you think you can help someone else by sharing this podcast, that would be the ultimate win for me. And of course, subscribe so you don't miss the next one. Appreciate you. Thanks for listening.